Speaking the truth to the state capitol, this is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, here we go, Wednesday, October 5th, 2022. 74 degrees here in Lincoln, Nebraska. Feels like 75. I'm your host, Jack Riggins, Jack of all trades, master of none, with Johnny Cadillac producing the show, as always. Johnny's got a rockin' Chris Jericho uh, rockin' wrestling shirt on today. That's a pretty cool shirt, Johnny. Chris Jericho's rockin' wrestling rager at sea, otherwise known as the Jericho Cruise. Yeah, it reminds me of the Jericho Cruise with a little, like, ACDC or something in the lettering. So, pretty cool shirt. Uh, Thank you. Johnny always has wrestling, um, I'll say paraphernalia, memorabilia. There you go. But uh, I think, for me, paraphernalia fits as well for wrestling (laughs) stuff. Or anything that you can get uh, walking around booths and things like that. All right, folks, it is a Whatever Wednesday. Rick Stein Recognition Hotline, 402-479-1400. And the text line is open. Same number, 402-479-1400. I love to engage. You know that. Um, We are getting back on a regular schedule. Appreciate the call right out of the gate. Let Johnny answer that, and let's figure it out. Uh, Things on my mind, I wanted to keep it local today. Kind of within the Lincoln sphere, but some of it's going to bleed over. I certainly want to talk a little bit. Uh, about uh, age-appropriate materials in school and where are you at on that? Um, Have we gone too far? Have we not gone too far? Um, I'm big. I've made some very public statements on that, um, that age-appropriate is age-appropriate. And I think that, especially when I've gotten involved in it, there are differences in age-appropriate material as it relates to Sex, as it relates to development, as it relates to, you know, how we should be educating our youth about policing versus LBGTQ2IA plus rights and or children that are dealing with that. You know, so I think when at least I attack the issue, there are several layers and I believe that a lot of that is getting ping-ponged back and forth in the political sphere, and I don't think it's healthy for anything. I am wondering where you are at on some of the very now famous books that are out there that our kids have access to um, as as one issue. I know that um, Marnie Hodgen running for state school board, uh, when you look at the conservatives, they're big on this issue of kind of getting back to reading, writing, arithmetic, uh, teaching kids you know, how to think, not what to think. Uh, there's a big rally Sunday afternoon up in uh, up in uh, Omaha, excuse me, October 9th. Um, you can check that out. Guest speaker uh, Virgil Walker will be in town. But uh, anyway, let's get to our first caller, Richard. Richard, uh, welcome to Drive Time Lincoln. Uh, thanks, Commander, for taking my call. You bet. I uh, want to say a few things about about education, and I used to be on the school board at Grand Island Northwest, so uh, anyway, I would like to start out with something Ronald Reagan once said, and he said, if an enemy had done to our education system what we have done to ourselves, it would be considered an act of war. Another thing I'd like to point out is, for the first time, approximately 20% 
of all K through 12 students are being homeschooled. But now, what I really want to mention is, since 1962, the American people have spent more and more and more money every year on education. Since at that same time, the results of the SAT scores have gone down, down, down. And in fact, now they're doing the educational establishment is doing away with using SAT scores for a college entrance, and they're just basically going to let anybody come in. So, those are my comments. Yeah, those are some uh, really telling comments. Of course, uh, I'll, t- I'll take you at your word. I mean, absolutely, there's uh, some things there, and you've done the research. Where are you at on some of these books that are in the uh, public sphere now, and whether or not we're presenting age-appropriate material, material around you know, sex and gender, et cetera, et cetera? Well, I'm very much opposed to opposed to that. Fortunately, I don't have any um, children. Or, I'm an old guy. I don't have any children or grandchildren in the public school system. Uh, but the grandchildren I do have are being homeschooled. Well, you're and not. I think you, that's the best way to go. Yeah, Richard, you're not an old guy. You're you're wise. That's that's the word. You're wise. And one of the things that I struggle with is that older members of our society who, uh, let's be honest, are a linchpin of what America used to be and has have gone through a lot of trials and tribulations is how to explain to them some of these crazy things that are now becoming commonplace, you know, right here in Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah, it is crazy. I I just can't believe more parents aren't involved and up in arms over this. I know that I would be. Well, I I am. I'm upset. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you're calling in and uh, your grandkids are being homeschooled. Hey, Richard, I appreciate the call. You betcha. Thank you. Thank you. Well, there you go. I mean, I you know, listen, the show is supposed to, as best we can, reach out to everyday people, um, you know, and, and get us engaged in thinking and communicating on different thoughts um, because it's one of the greatest things our freedom allows us to have in, in this great experiment called the United States of America. And oftentimes, as all of us are getting frustrated with, doesn't matter which side of the aisle, we don't feel our elected officials, uh, whether they're uh, you know a mayor, a, a governor, a president, or a school board, are representing our wills. Um, you know, Richard brings up, some interesting things i'll take him at his word with ronald reagan talking about with education and you know the infiltration is what i would say from a military perspective of ideas and sentiments across the educational spectrum say in the last 30 years that have some anti-american tones that try to revise history right making history kind of what we want it to be opposed to what it is um which then shapes minds into different ideas working towards a teaching not every place but in some places curriculum and things that are not teaching kids how to think and work through problem solving but telling them what to think using that adult uh, you know, 
persona of leader because you are a teacher and influencing kids in ways that schools were not intended to with regard to sex, with regard to thinking about social situations, right? I mean, we didn't have, quote-unquote, all kinds of woke books until this movement blew up, flamed out, kind of went away, and then educators all over the country found all these recently published books and brought them in, and somehow they've made their way in when we haven't decided if that was even a thing that is real, meaning was that whole movement just loud and not representative of our country, or is it just representative of small pockets? Is that representative of Lincoln? Um, so, yeah, there's something to be said if we looked at the way we've gone with education countrywide, and is it the best thing, and is it something that um, we should take a hard look at. And I think a lot of parents and a lot of concerned people are. Um, I don't know, but I'm going to take 20% of K-12 through homeschooled now. Um, I think homeschool has gotten more popular. I tend to run into more parents and more people um, than I can recall that tell me their kids are homeschooled, which I think brings me to something that I'm very much in favor of, and that is school choice. And I was not aware, you know, being a um, career military guy that, um, <laughs> you know, uh, so much of my taxes went towards the local schools, especially my real estate taxes. And so it would seem to me that, you know, when we talk about Nebraska being one of the few states that doesn't have school choice, that is something that should get passed and should just be commonplace in America. Because in the end of the day, it's not the teachers or the principals that are responsible for the kids' development when they're ready to leave the house and go into society. They're a big piece of it, no doubt about it. But parents need to have all of the choices. And parents are the ultimate responsible in the development of their young children's lives. And so, you know, if they don't dig what's going on in public schools, don't see any reason why they should be paying taxes for those schools if they want to use that money to send their kids to other schools. Now, the fear there, right, is that there'll be a lot of public school money that goes away and there'll probably be a lot of private schools to start up. But, hey, that's kind of capitalism to a degree. I mean, you've got to produce a good product. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've been in the college sector. As a matter of fact, I think the uh, University of Nebraska, Young Republicans, uh, they've got a couple of folks that want to come on the show, and I'm more than happy to let them on in the next couple of weeks, and maybe I'll ask them. But I, I have noticed or I have heard, uh, certainly aware of all the money we've been spending on education, as Richard was alluding to, um, and, you know, it seems like things that used to be the norm or, as we'd say in the military, the standard has just gone out the window like, ah, forget about the SAT or the ACT. Now, it doesn't mean it doesn't still go on, but we've loosened the gate without a doubt to some of these steps. Now, do I know if that's a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know, but without a lot of evidence, without a lot of then five-year, ten-year data that shows 
you know, it's working, I'm usually not apt to change a standard that has worked for society for a very long time. Um, Johnny's looking at me, so I'll now throw in student loan debt. Same thing. (laughs) Same thing. Like That's just been such a staple of what you do and getting the responsibility to pay it back and moving on and up that I don't understand how long-term that can be a viable option for the American people. I don't understand if, you know, just these next four or five years or last year's kids get that, or is that going to be everybody till the end of time? And, oh, by the way, did, did... did Joe Biden reverse it? Like, does anybody even know what Joe Biden is saying or the press secretary? Like, who knows where that's even at, really? I was just going to bring that up, too, because, like, you know, you don't really hear necessarily of tuition prices going down. So where if he's able to cut so much off student loan debt for current borrowers, like, does future borrowers not get the same luxury? Like, yeah, Right. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know, Johnny. It's... I, I'm sorry, I can't understand Joe Biden. I can't understand the administration and half the things they say. All right, I want to get back to uh, local, uh, the state of the city and uh, crime, because that was a big part in it. Uh, but first, an, another conservative has announced for mayor. Um, texters, I see you getting all panicky. First of all, I know Stan Parker announces bid for mayor today. Yeah, former Husker Stan Parker announces bid for mayor today. Um, he, he says, and quote, my decision to run for mayor is built upon my deep appreciation for the ideals of our country was founded upon and a clear understanding that our ability to thrive is significantly defined and outlined by the decisions and policies of those we choose to put in office. I believe the role of mayor, while having political aspects, is first and foremost, foremost a leadership position. Uh, Mr. Parker, you are welcome on the show anytime. Yes, I I would agree with that statement. So what we know is uh, we have a Stan Parker uh, former Husker, um, also, you know, Christian radio, and he is officially announced for mayor on the conservative side. Um, and as well as, you know, state Senator Suzanne Geist, who was on this show after she announced her candidacy. So I'm not sure what our current mayor is doing. Um, but what I do know is that position now is competitive. It is competitive on the conservative side. It, will be competitive between Republicans and Democrats. And in my short time in radio, I am convinced there will also be a free radical that will join the fray because it seems like free radicals are joining the fray in every political race, not just here in Nebraska, but anywhere. I will not be that free radical, as I have said before. Um, But no, that's exciting. Uh, Both Suzanne Geist and Stan Parker um you know are both i think very uh not eligible qualified people to run for mayor and lead our city and i would agree it is a leadership position and policies and decisions matter so stan parker running for mayor now we've got two republicans and uh it's going to make it interesting so with that, let's see what our current mayor is up to. Well, let's do the crime stats first before then I get back to her state of the city. All right, let me tell you again. All right. 
She says violent crimes down over five year average. Okay. Well, homicides are up. We've got an eleven percent dent in aggravated assault. Okay, we're not done through the year yet, so we've got four hundred and sixty six. Robbery one hundred and twelve. That's down eleven percent. Okay, we only have to get to one hundred and twenty five and it's on the average. And rape, one hundred and eighty to two thirty one. So it's down twenty percent. All right, there's a dent. That's the change she's talking about. Negative thirteen percent. I think that's a rounding error. Auto theft up seventy one percent. She didn't tell you that. Larceny from auto up seventeen percent. Arson up forty percent. We didn't. She didn't talk about that. Vandalism fifty two percent. Trespassing sixty eight percent. Sex and other crimes forty one percent. Weapons offenses forty percent. G Mayor, I'm not sure your state of the city address on that was accurate. We'll talk about that when we come back. Fourteen hundred ninety nine three. You're getting the four one one from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN. All right, folks, we're back on Wednesday, October fifth. It is a whatever Wednesday. I'm your host, Jack Riggins, Johnny Cadillacs, producing the show. I had a good call from Richard already, uh, talking about thoughts on schools. Um, talking about, uh, you know, K through 12 now nationally, 20% are homeschooled. I, I haven't verified that, but uh, hey, listen, it absolutely seems like there is more homeschooling going on in America and around the Midwest. And the thing that I was shocked to learn on my own show was that we are not a school choice state. We need to get that passed, um, with the costs, you know, out of our taxes that are going to public schools and whether or not you're satisfied because you are in charge of your, your child's development. Um, and whether schools are supplementing that in a positive way or a negative way, that's a choice. Um, and so, you know, if 60, 70% of your tax dollars, like they are here in Lincoln, Lancaster County are going to that and you're not satisfied, then absolutely. You should have the ability to take that tax money and send your kids to whatever school you want or, you know, homeschool them without, uh, you know, without having to pay that tax. Uh, that's just a no brainer to me. And it's sad to think that we're a little bit behind on that dynamic. So appreciate it. Same with the text line. The Rick Stein recognition hotline uh, works for both the text line, Rick Stein recognition text line and the hotline 402-479-1400. Give us a call in second segment. Uh, don't forget about Oktoberfest. KLN's partnering with uh, the Piedmont Shops um, on Saturday, October 8th to offer a little taste of Bavaria with the 7th annual Oktoberfest. You can use our exclusive discount if you get tickets online with code KLN at checkout right now. I want to thank Z-Trip, T.O. Haas, N-A-I-F-M-A Realty for co-sponsoring. All right. 1,499.3-K-L-I-N. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. 
CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, we're back on whatever Wednesday. Call lines are open. Rick Stein Recognition Hotline, 402-479-1400. Or the text line where I get a, the majority. Everybody texts these days. The, the old stalwarts haven't been calling in. Must mean the show's failing. Nobody's listening, Johnny. Uh, but you know we love callers. We love to talk. We love to hear ideas. Um, Richard called in. We talked a little bit about school. Um, you know, my whole thing on age appropriate and let, let's make the arguments um, right. Let's let's not do what Democrats do and lump them all into one group of you know whether it be gender, or LGBTQ, no age appropriate materials. I mean, or whether or not we're introducing gender into schools and people say that's not in the curriculum yeah but it's on your google signups for every class right so is that an lps policy or is that lps outsourcing that they use chromebooks and then the way the system works where kids are signing up for google for their particular class they're having to answer you know what is their gender 20 things to pick and then other questions that frankly most parents wouldn't agree with then that's not a lie. That's a fact. That's what kids in LPS have to do for some classes. Now, is that teaching it? No. But is it introducing it into the schools? And is it what we want here in Lincoln, Nebraska? Well, these are questions parents are asking, and that's why I always say, if you're asking these questions or you don't like it or you're against it, then this is why voting is so important. And one of the biggest votes you have right now is State School Board of Education. And even though some of the candidates are out of our area here in Lincoln, you can call your friends and talk to them in those areas because the State Board of Education, right, along with local school boards, are a big first start. Um, So, you know, maybe that's on your mind, right? What's on my mind is the state of the city, and I started to break it down. I gave you the the crime stats, and, uh, you know, these are the city's crime stats. This isn't me making these up. You, you just go to the Lincoln Police Department and pull the stuff up. So let me give you another one, right, because we don't give the full picture. Politicians in general get up and talk and try to make everything rosy. Um, they generally do no wrong. Everything's great. Um, nothing to see here, you know, or, as I like to say, wordsmith. And talk about things. So here's another thing. Mm, Maybe you didn't know the drug overdoses, right? And incident reports for that are up almost 100% since 2019. Yeah, how about that? Drug overdoses, what does that mean? Well, that means drugs, narcotics, pills are flowing into your city a little more. I don't have to look at all the details. I don't have to talk to an officer to know that. I don't have to have a briefing by the intelligence unit, right, to know that, hmm, now, are there other factors? Yes, sure there are. But that's up. Oh, remember I talk about our driving, and I talk about deterrence of having street officers, right? 
How about this? We have a crash in Lincoln about every 58 minutes. We have crashes resulting in a fatality every 39 days. Nearly one out of five crashes result in an injury. Folks, that's what police squad cars and police officers out just patrolling, right? A presence helps, doesn't solve, helps do that. And I talk about all the time. We don't have enough police officers in the city. Street officers, people on the street. Ah, so let's go to the state of the city. Because it's done very well. As a matter of fact, Patty Pansy Brooks has come out. Excuse me. Whoa. Excuse me there. <laughs> and said she's more. This is Patty Pansy Brooks. I mean, Adam Morfeld, Larry and Gaylord Baird, Patty Pansy. They're all the same. They're all trying to do the same thing, right? This weird utopian vision of what Lincoln can be in Nebraska and the nation. But she's given her full support, right? Beyond proud and grateful of our amazing mayor, Larry and Gaylord Bear. Her state of the city was beyond amazing. Please listen to her speech. She's leading with integrity, vision, and our beautiful community is striving under her leadership. My God. I mean, Patty, you've been on the show. I actually agree with a lot of the things that, you know, you say you sound like a very former Republican now. I mean, middle-of-the-road person. And I think you have a good chance to win. I'm, I'm serious. Right, even as a Republican, I'm serious. I think you do have a good chance to win. But like, what's up with that language? Hey, you live here. You said you live here. We're dealing with real issues. But the mayor starts with all this flowery crap. Who cares? I'm sorry, mayor. I don't care about your kids and shampoo. I don't care about your jokes of, you know. I invite you to take a moment to ask yourself, what does home mean to you? Maybe what comes to mind is corn. Too corny? I mean, come on. Listen, the first thing about being in Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. Right? The first thing about being Nebraskan is you don't have to keep mentioning to everybody you're Nebraskan. You're a transplant. That's okay. I know you married somebody from Nebraska. Great. You came from the West Coast and you you know, you know went to an Ivy League school. Great. But you're, you're not Nebraskan. If you were Nebraskan, I wouldn't be on this radio show hammering you for your policies. Right? God, and then you've got to go mention a Chinese proverb. If we haven't talked about your relationship with national-level democratic think tanks and connections to China and things we don't like, we don't like that here in Nebraska. But let's get to your police. Because after you've been beat up for a couple of years on all the police stuff where, you know, we had the riots, you sat with them, you stood the police down, you tried to free them out of jail, so you tried to... Get people that broke the law out of jail. You didn't care that there was 11 plus million dollars property damage in the mall, but yet magically you're back on law enforcement's most important priority. And quote, because safety is our number one priority. And you've touted yourself of nobody has hired more officers than you, right? It brings the total number of LPD professionals added during my administration to 31. Added? You mean on the budget line? Because I have one question for you. What is the plus minus of the force since you took office? Are you telling me that we're plus 31? Because that's not what my numbers are saying. Right? You may have added 
to the budget line 31 new positions. And I applaud you for that. And I applaud you for working to get higher pay. But make no mistake about it. You haven't done jack and squat to put more officers on the streets so that we are remotely close to the FBI 2.0 officers per thousand people. We lag way behind Omaha at 1.8 and Grand Island at 1.6. We're down at 1.1 officers per thousand people. And you're trying to say you've been doing a great job? Did you just hear me talk about fatalities and traffic accidents? Did you just hear me talk about overdoses? But let's go back because you talk about all the stats. I'm going to roll, Johnny. I need to calm down. Let's take a caller. Doug, on line one. Hey, you're hitting it right on the head. Great show, Commander. Thank you. So, yeah, uh, take a breath. You're about out of here. Um, <laughs> great website. Great website for you. Openthebooks.com. But then, if you really want to get mad, you'll see where all our tax money goes everywhere. And uh, these police giving them more money, that's great. They probably need more than that. But it would be nice if they knew that their mayor and their commander had their back which uh, I, I'm pretty sure they don't. And, you know, look at the riots, BLM riots. They make them stand down and, you know, look the other way. And I, I, I just, it's ridiculous the way these people from the left lie to everybody and make everything sound good. I mean, it's just terrible. And, uh, of course, we never did hear anything about who's going to be the bad guy between uh, – Herbster and Slama, which one lied? We'll probably never know that. Oh, no, no, that one's lock and key. Nobody's going to know that. I mean, in the end of the day, the the common person would say it was a political hit job. I mean, until other data comes out, and and it hasn't. Yeah, exactly. But uh, anyway, uh, it's just, uh, I mean, you get beholding to all the union. Lincoln's a huge union town between the university teachers. Uh, fire department all in we get their vote they always vote so you know you're pretty well locked in there it's awful hard nut to crack if you're a real conservative god-fearing person you want to come in and run the run the city and uh, you believe that maybe you should be tough on crime have a reputation at lincoln nebraska nebraska for that matter enforces their laws don't go there wouldn't that be great yeah, I mean, that's why criminals are descending onto Lincoln now, because we're a known soft target and soft on crime. I mean, it's yeah. it's become the liberal place to be where it just all goes, nirvana, everything's great, we'll, we'll figure a way to legislate out criminal acts, and, you know, that's another reason our crime's up, because the policies are terrible. But, hey, I appreciate I drive, the call, Doug. Yeah, drive down O Street, and then uh, Sandy's Bar closed there on 14th, because it's a... Uh, homeless shelter now out in the street all day long while it's still warm they're just laying there like a bunch of beached whales yeah the mayor at least says you know she's going to get rid of the problem uh we'll we'll throw some money at it you know that's the government can always solve everything by money (laughs) (laughs) thanks doug all right doug with a good call there uh john welcome to drive time lincoln hey thanks for taking my call commander you know one of the things that uh it's really alarming. It's Friday and Saturday nights, O Street and 84th are Midwest Speedway, and there is nobody. Now, after the accident that happened, uh, you know, earlier uh, this summer, there was some more uh, patrolmen on the streets. But now it is just uh, it's just a racetrack, and there's nobody, 
nobody out there policing that area. Well, they they just don't. It's a simple thing. They don't have enough officers, and I keep talking about it, and none of the other press outlets will cover it, and the officers know it, but, I mean, they can't, like, they're not going to come on my show and tell you. I mean, I've had officers say they won't give chase to somebody going 100 miles an hour. No. Think about that. Well, without a doubt. I mean, back in my day, or any day, right? I mean, you knew if you were breaking the law, I mean, the police were kicking the tires and lighting the fires and coming after you until they caught you. Not anymore. And there's going to be more deaths on O Street, I guarantee Absolutely there's going to be. And everything else, it's just crazy. It's insane. You just don't go on those streets on Friday and Saturday night. No, and I feel bad for all the residents around because you obviously now have a known drag strip, like people not only in Lincoln, but from outside of Lincoln kind of, you know, hey, young people like speed. And, you know, how you deter that is you have officers on the street to enforce it doesn't happen and eventually kids find something else to do. But they do. They come and race. It is a place where kids know to go and let's uh, throttle up and uh, see what we can do with our cars. And uh, it puts the safety of everyday citizens at risk. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah. I this Her state of the city um, and the complete 180 to provide this beautiful, you know, crime is my number one priority and safety. It's all a bunch of baloney. I, I wonder who yeah. believes it. Well, she doesn't have a clue. I mean, it's easy to say those things, but proof's in the pudding. <laughs> yeah, proof's in the pudding. Like I said, if if I start seeing additive off street officers, not headquarters officers that can come up with a new you know piece of paper or new you know words or uh, you know change a and to a the on a policy letter, but actual street officers, I'll know we're starting to take it serious. But we're not no, doing that yet. We're out of doubt. We're not. And yeah. Until there's a change. It's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, thanks for the call, John. You bet. Well, and speaking of change, and I mean, I agree. It's it's not going to happen. Listen, uh, the mayor has her way, and it is very left. It is maybe it didn't start out very left. Maybe it was the BLM woke movement, all this other stuff. Um, but it went very left very fast, and especially in policing, especially in you know. Immigrants' rights, green, all the major democratic things, right? Like immigration. I mean, she touts 30,000 new immigrants into the city. I'm not against immigration, never have been, right? But there's a way to do it, and there's a way to bring it in. And not every city can just open its doors and say, oh, we're going to bring 100,000 people in, you know, and just let it go, right? We have that great new vision, you know, and we have a lot of visions. We have Vision Zero. We're going to get, you know, traffic accidents down. I don't want, you know, assessments. I don't want $250,000 studies that then turn into policies that we take no action. I want action from the leaders. And at least we have Stan Parker and Suzanne Geist on the conservative side that are stepping up to say, hey, I have a different vision of the future of Lincoln, Nebraska, and it's going to be incumbent upon the people in Lincoln, Nebraska to get out and vote. And I've said before, conservatives, you you know, you, me, we're, we're as much to blame because we didn't show up and vote. You know, now if you show up and vote in the entire conservative contingent, which you should, I think you have a different city. So think about that. It's as simple as getting out and vote. I'll keep going on about this state of the city. There's so much in it. I mean, it's a it's a manifesto. 
on all kinds of things. We haven't even gotten to the social engineering part of it. Um, and yeah, I mean, we're going to lead the world in climate change too. Um, I hope the mayor drives an EV to her other house in Ashland. I mean, I just love these Democrat leaders who are the champion for the common guy and, you know, somehow magically they're way up there on the pay scale with multiple houses and, my point is, I hope she drives an EV out to her other house or between the two houses. And, uh, you know, I know all of you have multiple houses around the nation, but, uh, you know, our mayor who does everything for the poor and is going to solve homeless, um, <laughs> you know, hey, how how about you sell your house and give more money to uh, the homeless? That's not fair, Jack. You're picking on her. Well, yeah, because her actions don't match up with her words. <laughs> I mean, what do you want me to do? I'm just trying to point it out, folks. <laughs> Johnny, I don't want the one finger. I want to keep rolling here. So we're going to talk more about the state of the city. I appreciate the calls. But, yeah, there, there's candidates up there, and and we've got to do something on that crime front. I, I mean, I have to say, too, I mean, it's it, Adam Moorfeld's in that linkage, too. I mean, he's running for county attorney. He's never even been in a courtroom. I mean, that's how bad our city is. Democrats just think, hey, let's just throw an up-and-comer, good-looking guy, articulate. Let's throw him into this position, you know, because we we're dominating the political landscape. He has no experience. He's out there campaigning on the fact that the current county attorney with experience, you know, is locking up people for minor marijuana offenses. First of all, that's not true. That he, he was on this show and said he can't do it. But I mean... But what he's basically saying is, hey, I'm running for county attorney, and I don't agree with the guy who's enforcing the law. Hey, state senator, you're the guys that write the laws. You know, if you don't like the laws, then change them. But you're running on that. You know, you did cashless bail. So, I mean, the guy that wants to enforce the laws doesn't even agree with the laws. I mean, this is comical stuff. And... Of course, every outlet's already talking about, get out and get the early vote in. Democrats win if we early vote. I mean, they're just every social media outlet, even here in Lincoln, is championing the boxes going out to voters, right? And that's why election integrity is so important. That's why voter ID as one check and balance needs to pass. All right, let's take a break. KLIN 1499.3. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, we're back finishing on whatever Wednesday. Appreciate a lot of calls, a lot of texts uh, here on Wednesday, October 5th. It is still 74-75. We did not have the typical drive-time Lincoln bump. Um, Johnny Cadillac did get a bucket of ice and throw it on me, so I have calmed down a little bit. Um, got a little bit heated there. I I just get frustrated with lies. I get frustrated with wordsmithing and no action. I get frustrated uh, by the left uh, essentially hoodwinking all kinds of people that they're going to do good for them, and they don't. They don't. Their policies stink. They're trying to strong arm wherever they can in the last ditch of this whole Biden, woke, radical left agenda surge, and I hope it's over in November or begins to, but it doesn't mean it will. And those same things are playing out here in the city, you know, with our mayor cheerleading and um, I know her arm is probably sore from slapping herself on the back during that state of the city. Um, great text out there. Um, really appreciate it. We'll comment more tomorrow when we come back. Uh, so we'll just kind of have a talkative Thursday.
All righty, KLIN 1499.3.